for a while, it was very much hustle mentality. On to the next, the next, the next. And I never felt like I was on top of everything. I always felt like I was slightly behind. And this has been a beautiful piece in systems and structures that has really created that space for me to find a new rhythm in a way that works for me. Hello and welcome to the Magnetic Woman podcast. I'm Pandora Paloma, a quantum transformation and business coach using a fusion of spirituality meets strategy for feminine leaders, spiritual entrepreneurs and visionaries. My mission is to help female entrepreneurs find their truth and step into their greatness boldly and unapologetically and create businesses that feel like home. I help women access and accelerate their magnetism by bridging the gap between who they truly are and who they present as to the world because from this space of wholeness, we find our power, our potential, our voice and our liberation. This show is for the multi-dimensional woman with a big bold vision for more wealth, more impact, more expression and more freedom. Each episode takes you on a journey of expansion across my five pillars of quantum transformation, self, vision, expansion, embodiment and magnetism. Some are solo and some are with industry leaders who are playing the same game, changing the conversation about women's success, money, power and pleasure. I'm a mum of one, music lover, love maker and all round magnetism activator. Tune in and welcome to my world of magnetism. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Magnetic Women podcast. I am sat in my office feeling really full of love and aliveness. I feel like after the solstice, there has just been a lot of loving energy in the air, in the air. And I'm wondering if you're feeling it too. I'm feeling it. A lot of people are saying that they're feeling the same thing. It's a vibe. It's definitely a vibe. And actually, I'd go as far to say that July is always a vibe in House of Paloma, at House of Paloma, because it's my birthday month and it's Lucy, my incredible assistant's birthday month too. We're feeling it. We're feeling the vibes. And I'm going to roll with this vibe for today's episode. I want to speak to you about the three, potentially four surprising things that have really helped me scale my business. And I share this because what's been really interesting for me this year is with a focus on intimacy. So intimacy and connection were key words in terms of the business values for 2022. And a lot of these things really align with that value. And I feel like I'm truly living and breathing intimacy with my clients, connection with my clients, connection with my audience, all of you guys, in a deeper way. And it's beautiful. So when it comes to scaling a business, a lot of the time we look at outsourcing elements of the business so that we can free up time to be maybe serving more clients or setting up new programs, new funnels. It's all very much, you know, we outsource in order for us to be doing more and creating more and making more revenue. And it's been really interesting for me that actually when I think about what's helped me scale my business, it's been quite the opposite. And it's very much based on this piece around intimacy. So the first thing is moving my clients to every other week. And in fact, moving as much of my coaching full stop to every other week. So a 
I would say two years ago, I started implementing this. And before that, I was seeing clients every single day, every single week. And what it meant is I never had or never felt like I had enough time to be working on the business as much as I was working in the business. And I didn't have the space and time to be in creation mode as much as I wanted and desired to be. So moving my clients to every other week has actually really supported the growth of the business because I can only serve to the best of my ability a certain number of clients at one time. And a lot of time when we look at scaling, we think it has to be more, 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 more. But actually in keeping the number of one-to-one clients to a minimum, it has meant that there has been so much space and so much opportunity to create other opportunities to serve in the way that I want to serve. So this has come with mini masterminds, shorter courses, thinking about new offerings such as the Divine Dimension, which is a mastermind for six-figure business owners who want to reach multi-six. Now, for me to create these courses, these programs, anything in the business, I need time to be working on it and in it. And so in moving those clients to every other week, it supported me in that, but it's also supported me in the way that I know I work best. A big part of what I have been working on over the last two years in particular is spaciousness. Last year, word of the year, this year, rhythm. Really looking at where I create more spaciousness because for me, having space to go slow, to rest, to observe, to read, to educate myself, to do my own self-development is ultimately the thing that makes me a better coach and feel like a better coach. For a while, it was very much hustle mentality. On to the next, the next, the next. And I never felt like I was on top of everything. I always felt like I was slightly behind. And this has been a beautiful piece in systems and structures that has really created that space for me to find a new rhythm in a way that works for me. And actually, as part of this, I have taken Mondays off Um, as in a no client day. I don't do anything on a Monday. I don't do any coaching on a Monday. And I take Fridays off to be with my daughter. Now come September when she goes to school and starts school, I will reclaim my Fridays. And I've already earmarked that as my self-development day. So that will be the day that I do things for me. And that might look like a massage. It might look like reflexology, but it will also be courses um, and extracurricular stuff that I know ultimately makes me a better coach. What I will say is, of course, there are some weeks where things move into particular days. And when that happens, I try and do everything that I need to do that week on that day. So it still frees up those full days for me to be in the zone with other things. And this is great, right? Because doing nothing is actually really productive. Doing nothing, having space, is the thing that gives you the energy that's required and the motivation and the clarity to efficiently do the things that you want to do that are going to help you move towards your big, juicy goals, dreams, vision. The hustle culture is a trap that keeps us locked into the illusion of achievement only coming from action. 
and not simply being, which as I always say, you are most magnetic when you are the living embodiment of your work, right? It's about the being and not always doing. And you actualize so much magnetism and magic when you're rested, when you're clear and you're in the vibration of already having the thing that you so desire. So this piece around a moment for appreciation comes from the pause. The ideas for the next chapter of your business comes from the pause. The clarity in your message, in your marketing, the ideas, the creativity flow from the pause. And this is so much so why I'm committed to helping women scale their business in a way that feels aligned and alive because the integration is just as important as the activation. So I'll end this piece with a question of where can you find more time, more spaciousness, more systems and structures in your business that will enable you to free up space to be in that pause, in that creation. So the next piece is doing my own sales calls. I can't tell you how many coaches I've worked with or how many coaches I've seen praise outsourcing your sales calls. And I did. I did for a particular launch. And I chose someone who is an incredible human being, awesome, 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 taught me loads about selling. But it felt a little bit sticky. I'm not going to lie. And this year when I was thinking about this piece around intimacy and my business, I just knew that the thing that makes me feel so alive is intimacy, is connection, is the devotion that I give my clients and the devotion that they give back to me in working with me, right? So we're creating magnetism and magic together. One of my values is intimacy. My big, you know, big life values is intimacy. And when I think about the things that I love most about my business and about being in business and about the work that I get to do, it is this intimacy piece. And so the moment that I touch a client, I connect with a client um, and have that first initial moment of connection, that is where the trust and the magic starts. And so for me to be outsourcing sales calls, even though of course that would be brilliant for me from a time perspective, it actually disconnects me from the thing that was most important to me in my business, which is intimacy with my clients. No one in my world is a lead, right? They're human and they are heart. And as I say, the trust and the magic that I build with clients comes from that first call, it comes from that first connection. And I don't want to miss that for the world. So, you know, for me, it's been a case of really looking at what else in the business can I outsource in order for me to free up space to be able to do those sales calls, knowing that it's the thing that really lights me up the most. And this may not be true for you, but it certainly is true for me. So invitation for this section is, are there things that maybe from a business scaling point of view might look good on paper, but is actually the thing that makes you feel most alive and therefore the thing that you should be doing yourself? 
in order to scale your business in a way that feels alive and again aligned for you. Now this leads me to the third piece and actually there's like a three and a half because there's a little thing I want to share at the end. A thing that has really helped me scale my business which is possibly the most surprising of all of them because it's the thing that I did for a longer period and did feel really good. It has always felt really really good has been reverting back to me doing all of the coaching. Now, this was an interesting one. So the Expansion Accelerator um, as a mastermind launched last year in January 2021. And from the start, I brought in the best of the best to support me and the women who came into that space. And it worked and it was still intimate and it was amazing. So I'm speaking to the coaches all the time. I know, you know, what has been coached what has been said what's been guided what the actions are for everyone who's in that mastermind however I got to the end of the year and feeling into again that intimacy piece I just kept getting a really clear signal that it was time for me to take as much of that coaching back as possible and that looked like owning the messaging sessions and the marketing sessions based on that's me, that's what I do, it's what I'm great at, it's a superpower. And then really looking at, is there anything that I could find someone else to do, knowing it's something I personally cannot facilitate. And it was a really, really difficult decision to make, because of course, I know that I have the best of the best team. I didn't want to let them down. I didn't want them to make it mean anything. And I also knew that I would be running the risk of potentially making myself more busy and losing some of that spaciousness. However, it has really, really worked. I do feel a deeper sense of intimacy again with my clients. It's not to say it wasn't there in the first cohort, but it's something that certainly has enabled me to feel more connected and I haven't lost any of my spaciousness. That's the beautiful piece around this. I haven't lost any of my spaciousness. So from a business perspective, of course, you know, outsourcing any coaching, anything is going to free up more time. I have kept certain elements, as I say, of the business where it is outsourced because it's something I personally cannot facilitate. And what it's enabled me to do is continue to fall in love with the work that I do. In really being in it, in knowing the ins and outs of my client's business, it's enabled me to fall in love even deeper. It's always The love's always been strong. The love has always been there. But there's something it's given me which there's an essence that I can't even describe. But I know that the sense of magnetism and expansion it gives me is being rubbed off and absorbed in my clients as well. So from, again, from a business perspective... We're often told, like, outsource, outsource, outsource. If intimacy, if connection, if there are parts of your business that feel so alive to you, own it, do it, keep it. Something I work with with clients a lot is the kind of CEO landscape. There's you at the top as the CEO. You know, underneath that, you have your sales, you have your marketing, you have, you know, anything online, you have branding, you have finances you have client management what you get to do as ceo is look at this landscape and say these are the things i choose to do 
And where can I then outsource the other things to free up the space for me to do the things that I love doing in my business? And this will mean something different to each and every one of you. So moving to my point five, doing my own content. I still do all of my own content. I love it. It makes me feel alive. I like the creation of it. I like doing the design. I like mapping out what it's going to look like as a grid. I do it all. And this was something that actually just before, I suppose, as reels were coming into the online space, the Instagram space, I was definitely having conversation with the team around, is this something that we can potentially start to outsource? Because it is something that takes me a lot of time. However, in the spirit of, you know, working with the algorithm, we know that reels are the thing that Instagram really wants you, wants to see you using right now. And for me, the easiest way that I can create content is creating those 60 second reels on a subject. I mean, I could quite literally, excuse the pun, reel them off because it's easy for me to talk about something in 60 seconds. And so it made much more sense for me to be owning that space. So it was a conversation that we had, you know, within the business, like, is it time? And I felt into it. It's actually a thing that I really love doing. It actually makes more sense. I am the business, you know, there is obviously, you know, the house of Paloma, we're building a brand here, but I am the voice of the business first and foremost. And it's still something that I feel like I want to be in control of and in creation of, because it makes me feel really good to share my voice, my words with the world. So finishing and wrapping this all up, the three surprising things, moving the clients to every other week, really looking at time management, how I wanted to work and what would create more space for me to be able to create and ultimately scale the business, you know, to have time to be in and on the business. The second thing is doing my own sales and then linking to that, reverting back to me doing majority of the coaching within my containers, certainly my high ticket masterminds. And then the fourth piece, doing my own content. So I really want to leave and end this podcast today with an invitation for you to be thinking about when it comes to your business, what makes you feel alive, looking at that CEO landscape, what are the things that you want to keep and actually what are the things that you get to outsource? We do get to have it all, but we can't do it all. And in terms of the energetics of business, you being the living embodiment of your work, you being in your aliveness is ultimately the thing that people feel the most. You know, when it comes to the first couple of years of business, we're doing all the things, right? And then we up level and we get to outsource a few additional things. And then we up level again and we maybe outsource other things. The number one priority here is your aliveness, your embodiment of the work that you say you do, that you do, you being the living embodiment of everything that you teach. People feel that even when you're not selling, even when you're taking time out, even when you're not posting social media content, it's just a frequency. And you activating and anchoring and being in that frequency is the thing that builds your brand and your business as much as anything else that you're doing in an external way, you know, your strategy, your marketing, anything in the online space. The first part of this comes from your alignment, your frequency. I hope you have enjoyed this and it's given you some food for thought. If it has, 
please do let me know that you have listened to it. Come and find me on Instagram at PandoraPaloma underscore. And if you feel called to, please do rate and review. It all helps. Or you can share it. Share it on the gram and tag me in just so I know who you are and that you are in my space, in my field. It's always good to connect given it's one of my business values that connection and intimacy piece and you know what if you have any questions you know where I am you can come find me there as well have a wonderful day thank you for listening and remember you are magnetic